It's that time again for Ready, Set, Real Estate. I am so excited that you guys are getting a wealth of information from what we're doing online, on our radio podcast, on the Facebook, on the Instagram, Stitcher, Breaker, Spotify, iTunes, and Google Play, on and on and on. Make sure you are subscribing to the show. You're catching us on the archive in the replay. Uh, we do ask that you hashtag replay so that we know you are tuning in to the show after the live broadcast. So today I get to do a very special segment and I just want to cover logistics. So today's topic, we're going to cover wire fraud and how to complete a wire into escrow. But before I do that, let me just uh, let you know, I'm going to be very clear with you right now. This show supports Real Estate 100 Youth Foundation, our nonprofit, where we empower, educate, influence, inspire our youth and young adult community with alternate pathways to success. What does that mean, Lisa? We do real estate literacy. So I just want to let you know, if you missed Giving Tuesday, no problem. We're here all year round. Why? Because our youth still need the programs. They still need the workshop. They still need the webinars. They still need, they still need real estate literacy. So be sure to check out our website at realestate100youth.org. I want to thank you all for who continue to support, buy the books, tell people, share, and let people know what we're doing. So I'm so happy that you are finding value in the show. And with all this freeness, this free value, make sure you uh, donate to realestate100youth.org. All right. I've said my spiel. <laughs> I said my spiel. Welcome, 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 welcome. You know, I was thinking of, I was thinking about doing this as an Instagram live, but it's okay. It's too much. It's too much going on. It's too much stuff going on. Uh, what I wanted to do today is just cover some real estate basics, really. Cover some real estate basics. We are now on, we are in our second season as we continue rolling through the show. We're in our second season. Uh, next week, Mariette Martinez will be on to conclude the three-part series we have been doing on real estate uh, taxes, taxes for the realtor, real estate professional, taxes for the investor, and we'll be covering taxes for the flipper. So stay tuned and tune into that show. Now, I've inspired, I've been inspired to, in the interim, meaning in between guests, in between show segments, I wanted to come on and do a live Q&A to dialogue, answer, ask questions, and build community around some things that we've been experiencing, seeing, or the inexperience of real estate transactions. And today, I wanted to cover wire fraud 
and how to complete a wire into escrow. Why? Uh, because very basic. I have a very basic motive around this. Most people don't know how to write checks. You may say to me, Lisa, what? Get out of here. Get out of here. You mean to tell me people don't know how to write checks? Hey, Eric, thanks for the love. Chime in. I just, um, excuse me, I have to take a drink of water because I just completed my workout five miles in today, five miles in, mind, body, spirit. So I can come in here and just do what I love. This is so much fun to me uh, where I get to connect, build, and share with you. So you may say to me, Lisa, get out of here. What are you talking about? People know how to write checks. No, they don't. They don't know how to write checks. People don't know how to write checks. Why? Because it's not something that is being taught as a basic in the academic curriculum. It's not taught unless you are going through the motion of someone walking you through opening a bank account and saying, okay, you need to open a checking account in order to get checks or write checks from that account or a money market account in order to write checks from that account. Um, so wanted to take it one step further and talk about wire fraud and how to complete a wire into escrow, how to successfully complete a wire into escrow. So wire fraud, um, what is a wire? What is making a wire? We hear this, uh, and I had to bring this up inspired by both my clients and my students. So um, I have uh, two student interns working through our Real Estate 100 Youth Foundation program. They are in our six week Real Estate 100 internship program. And as we were covering contracts, we were talking about the wire fraud advisory form that is part of the real estate purchase contract. And they asked me more. So I asked them if they understood what wire meant and they equated it with something from like the mob or like what they've heard in some of the gangster movies about wiring money. And so it wasn't quite clear, but they said, you know, they've heard it in, in, in a mob context, wiring and in, in a mob hostage context at that, by the way, which I thought was really funny. Uh, but it shows you where some people are learning these terms and concepts that are really real estate terms and concepts. So the wire fraud, that was so funny, actually, <laughs> as I reflect on that. And he, yeah, uh, that was uh, Tyrese that said that to me. He said, you mean like when they, you know, take someone hostage and they say, you better wire the money? <laughs> uh, not quite. Uh, in this case, no, we're not taking property hostage and we're not taking buy it. We're not taking the seller or the buyer's hostage in the situation. Instead, uh, typically in a real estate purchase contract and a transaction, the default verbiage on the residential purchase agreement for California, I am a licensed real estate professional. And so I'm going to refer to our contracts and it may uh, run similar for some of the other uh, out of state contracts. Cause I know within the national association of real estate board, uh, it is a national realtor organization. And um, most of those states are driven by similar uh, state forms um, that have been influenced and legally drawn up by the legal team of the realtor board. Okay. So as I share about wire, 
on that contract, depending on how it is written, it gives options for writing a check for your deposit. Your deposit is what you will use to open escrow, good faith deposit. Not necessarily do you need to have a deposit, but it is typically customary that you put your money where your mouth is in good faith with your offer. And it is part of fully executing that contract. So a part of that accepting the getting your offer accepted is that within X amount of days, you are going to submit a deposit to open escrow or open with a title, a settlement uh, attorney. And so with that being said, the wire is either an option to send in your deposit or via check. Uh, I like to do wire um, because I don't want to run the risk that my client is not quite clear or prepared that that check that they write is going to be cashed and cleared. And I have to say that because that is coming from experience. I've had clients who have um, were not clear that they felt like it was just, you know, they're writing a check. They didn't really understand that that check was going to be cashed. And so, um, that was an interesting scenario. They did have funds available, clearly, uh, but in the event you don't want your escrow deposit check to bounce, uh, that is not going to be a fun scenario. So I like to currently, the way the contract is written, and it's defaulted to wire actually, electronic uh, transfer. So having that funds, those funds wired into escrow, there are certain precautions that one must take. And part of that is being aware that we are in an industry that is rampant with wire fraud. I mean, we get targeted, real estate gets targeted for all sorts of things, mortgage fraud, wire fraud, real estate scams, um, appraisal scams. Uh, we covered this on the last show, one of the last shows where we had, um, we talked about various types of frauds and how you can can counter sue that, how you kind of can avoid that. And really it's just taking precautions, asking the questions, uh, checking sources. And so that's exactly the steps that you are to take when we're talking about avoiding wire fraud. So you are given a wire fraud advisory as a, uh, as both seller and buyer, right? Because we want to make sure that the funds that you are wiring into escrow gets into escrow and it is not intercepted by someone who is falsifying um, a different account number. So how do we do that? One of the things as a professional, as an agent, I defer those wire instructions to come directly from escrow, escrow to the client. Um, Usually escrow will send it to me and I'll send, I'll let them know, Hey, please send it directly to the buyer. Why? And that's when I'm representing a buyer in a transaction. Why? Because you don't want to be involved in opening a possibility for you to be sued uh, as the agent for in the event that someone hacks your account and sends over, uses your email account to send client wire instructions. So one of the things that as a professional, I'm 
an advocate of, we're an advocate of, uh, of, I would say in the industry, because this actually was a lawsuit and now there's case law referenced by it to protect yourself. Don't get involved with the wire instructions um, where you're sending that over via email because we know emails get hacked all the time. I mean, social media gets hacked all the time. So we wanna take those precautions and those steps when it comes to communicating wire instructions. Let it come from escrow to the client, prime your client. And if you are a buyer client, seller client, those are these are the precautions that you want to take. Expect that those instructions are coming from escrow. One of the things that escrow will ask you for or ask you to do prior to sending the money, and we're going to talk about how do we send the money? How do we do the wire? Prior to you doing the wire, escrow is going to ask you to verify the account number before you set the wire up. All right. So verify account number with escrow. So today we're just doing real estate basics on transactions, real estate transactions, basics, setting up a wire, wire fraud, and how to complete a wire into escrow. And so once you've confirmed, and yes, that means you're going to pick up the phone and you're going to call escrow. This is part of your team. Once that contract has been uh, executed and there's been an agreement uh, on services, it will be communicated to you who is going to be the service provider. So you will have your title team, your escrow team, uh, depending where you are, it'll be your title attorney who will also be handling settlement and they'll be communicating to you directly on what you need to do. So now, I love these questions that I've gotten. Can you do, thus far, I don't anticipate it can be done. I don't think the technology is set up for it yet. But one of the questions that I had gotten was, can you send a wire through your phone via Zelle, Zelle Pay? So Zelle Pay is a really popular kind of individual to individual uh, to send money. No, we're not quite there yet. This is something to protect you. You've got to give proper instructions to the teller at your bank. You're going to set up the wire at your bank. You're not going to the uh, escrow company's bank because they bank with a different company. This is money from your account that is going to be wired. And typically it's there within one to two hours if it is done before a cutoff time, check what the cutoff time is. Typically you'll see 12 o'clock uh, PM with some banks. Sometimes they'll do it around two o'clock PM Pacific time. So you'll check and see, and you'll want to ask three things. How much is it to wire the funds? That way you have sufficient uh, money to cover the cost of the wire. And that fee varies with banks depending on who you bank with, find out. I think one of, I think a great future activation would be to, if you haven't already invested or purchased real estate and you see yourself doing this in the future, have that conversation with your bank. Ask them, what would be the cost to complete a wire? Does the cost depend on the amount? So find out 
You don't know those. We don't know the answer to that because it's your bank. That's a fee they are charging you to complete that wire. The second thing you want to ask is when will it arrive to the recipient's account? When will the wire arrive so that you're clear on expectations so that you can communicate to the recipient when this wire has been done and within what window time frame will that wire be completed? So the third thing is make sure you receive your receipt. Get a receipt for your transaction. You're going to need a receipt for two reasons when you are completing a wire. You need the receipt to show that it has it was transferred from your account. Now listen up, buyers, borrowers, when you are financing transactions, your lender is going to want to see that this money left your account, that it was in the account and it was transferred out of the account into the escrow account. And then the lender will also want the receipt from the recipient, which is escrow. Escrow will then communicate with a confirmation when funds have been deposited into the escrow account. You will get a receipt and they will then send that over to the lender. When we're talking about money, paper trailing money is absolutely paramount. It's important. Paper trailing money is important. That's why when we talk about saving for down payment and closing costs, they need to be seasoned in your account at least three months. Some lenders will do two months. It used to be, uh, it's usually 90 days. Some lenders are now allowing 90 days, depending. Some lenders would want to see it for six months. That seasoning period is very important. Because some of y'all got mattress money. can't use mattress money. It has to be accounted for. You have to be uh, aware that that money has to be accounted for. You're going to have uh, you have the feds knocking at your door asking where you get all this money from. Money in circulation. I remember talking about a post. I did a post about this because there was an article about um, the money in circulation and the new FICO scores, uh, the ultra FICO score that's going to be coming out in 2019 and how uh, the credit agencies are coming up with a way to create a new scoring system for those who have a savings or checking account or various accounts. Um, and so I said that perhaps those who have mattress money have been uh, cutting our money circulation short. So they're wanting to influence you to deposit more money into the account. So thereby you can use that to increase your credit score. Just my thoughts. Just my thoughts. <laughs> so as I share with wire fraud and how to complete a wire into instructions, if you just tuned in, I'm going to wrap up. Make sure you check the replay, hashtag replay on the, on the live so that I know you jumped in after the live. And those for you who are listening to our radio podcast, thank you, thank you, thank you for building our radio podcast community. You guys are absolutely amazing. And thank you for chiming in and giving the feedback. Um, I do post those comments on our website and via our social media. And if you have any questions as I continue to open up the Q&A live segments, 
I get to address those questions uh, with you directly. So this is the question that has come up that I've seen and that I think we've taken for granted that we think people know how to complete wires uh, and they're not quite clear. So one, you cannot complete a wire from your phone, uh, cannot be done and allow those wire instructions, expect those wire instructions to come directly from escrow or the title attorney, depending where you are in the state. Make sure those instructions are coming directly from the recipient and you are communicating via phone with them to address the account number. So we're addressing account numbers before we're setting up the wire. We're making sure that we are checking how much does it cost with our bank to complete the wire so you're clear on the fees associated. Because as you get into real estate transactions, those fees add up, those costs add up. And uh, you may feel overwhelmed if you were only budgeting on just down payment and closing costs. And in the next segment, we're gonna be talking about the additional out-of-pocket costs that are involved with the real estate transaction that you should be prepared for. It's not just the down payment. It's not just the closing costs. There are also additional transactional costs that occur outside of escrow that you need to account for and be prepared for uh, once you get into a real estate transaction. So today, we're just going to talk about taking those first steps. Once you have an accepted offer, what's next? wiring your deposit into escrow, making sure you're avoiding um, uh, being subject to wire fraud, protecting yourself at all times, and successfully completing your wire because that is a condition of your contract. It is a condition to have your wire deposited within a certain amount of time, and that timeline is written on your purchase contract. If, that con if your deposit is not wired or deposited into escrow within that time frame, the seller has the right to do one of two things. One, give you notice to perform, and two, to cancel that contract. All right, so that concludes today's live Q&A on Ready, Set, Real Estate. If you found any value in what I've shared today, please make sure you share, you connect, you build, and you let someone know what we're doing again. This show supports Real Estate 100 Youth Foundation, our nonprofit where we teach, empower, educate, influence our youth and young adult community with real estate terms, concepts, and careers as an alternate to pathways to success. Thank you, you guys. I will see you next week on Ready, Set, Real Estate.